We're back. Hey, happy Friday, Holy Family. The Roundtable is back, and today is Friday, February 4th. Really, really glad you're here. Great guest on the show. Mary Jo Legrand is going to join me in a little bit. So glad you're here. Let's go. Kane is in the building. All right, LaSalle, I'm glad you're back with us again. Hey, I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm here. I'm, I'm glad the podcast is back. We've had a little hiatus. Um, January, for those of you who don't know, is uh, one of the two craziest months, probably the craziest month, uh, for school administrators, or at least for this Catholic school administrator. January always seems to be uh, the toughest one for me, just a lot of stuff to do. Um, but I'm glad that we're back here now, uh, February, and um, this is The Roundtable, the podcast formerly known as Positively Family. Hey, but what the heck, why not? We're still positive and we're still family. So uh, we're going to do this. This podcast exists for two primary purposes. First and foremost, we are here in order to uh, share with you the, the newsletter, give you the information that you need to be connected, and then secondarily to uh, continue to grow as a school family. Um, that's part of who we are, and we, we value that and we enjoy doing it. Um, and as always, we always start with prayer. So I'm going to pray this prayer um, that comes from Thomas Merton. One of our students, his name is Chris, he um, prayed this. He led the school in this prayer yesterday morning on Thursday. Um, Just It's it's one of my all-time favorites, and uh, I'm super glad that he wanted to lead with this prayer. Um, All all five of our students who led prayer this week just did a beautiful job. So shout out uh, to all five of them. And thanks to Chris for pulling up this Thomas Merton because he's one of my favorites. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end. Nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think I'm following your will does not mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I'm doing. I hope that I never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always. Though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear. For you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, well, let's jump right in, and we'll give you your buzz. And then, again, can't wait for you to hear this conversation with Mary Jo Legrand. Here's your buzz. So here's your buzz, friends. Um, there's a lot in February. You got the eighth grade dance tonight. Celebrate LaSalle from nine until one on Sunday. And then the freshman schedule tonight at Xavier is the evening of uh, Monday, February 7th. And we have mass here. Um, we're doing that back again as uh, all school. So that's 10 a.m. next Wednesday. Then the final day for candy uh, sale reorders is February 10th. February 11th, the final turn-in day for the candy sale. And also a $1 jeans day with the money going to sleep in heavenly peace. Then on the 12th, Saturday the 12th, Open Conversations has their monthly meeting in the elementary school gym. That's from 1 to 2.30. Then Valentine's Day is on the 14th. We have Mass again on Wednesday the 16th, 10 a.m. at the church. The 16th is our early childhood night rescheduled from 5 to 7. Everyone's welcome to come to that. Please tell your friends, neighbors, colleagues, coworkers, family about that. We really uh, would love to see a really, really packed house that night. Again, 5 to 7 p.m., February 16th. And then, of course, our current early childhood families might want to come and see some of the things their kids have been doing. 
Then we have the Xavier Catholic Schools Speech Festival on February 17th. February 22, uh, we have a board meeting. February 23, we have another school mass at the church. Spirit Day on the 25th. No school for students as it's a teacher professional development day on the 28th. Ash Wednesday is March 2nd. We kick off Lent and then we have another mass on the 10th. Uh, sorry, 10 a.m. on the 2nd. Oh my gosh, so much stuff going on. And then uh, there's a bunch of stuff in the backpack. I took enough time going through the <laughs> through the calendar, so I probably won't read through all of these, but there's a tuition tax credit information that you might want because the state of Iowa has changed legislation and you can get more money back than in previous years, so you might want to uh, read that flyer. Then there are also for preschool and kindergarten families. I think a flyer went home about this, but there's a drawing for giving reviews to the school. You can give us a one-star review and still be entered in the drawing. Of course, we'd love four or five-star reviews, um, but enter to do that in the month of February, and that opportunity will avail itself to every grade-level family in the school in subsequent months. Then, of course, a reminder about Celebrate LaSalle <clears throat> and the Family Fun Day coming up in February. Early Childhood Nights, reschedule date flyers in there. There's a new opportunity for um, tennis drills and skills coming up uh, with a guy named Fernando Garcia from Vega Sports Academy. Um, I can tell you myself because my kids have done tennis with him. He's absolutely fantastic. So there's an, uh, three different opportunities in the elementary school and three in the middle school coming up. And I think they'll start... Um, I think it's next week they'll start for the elementary school. So jump on that. I know we have a four kids signed up. I think there's uh, spots for 10. Um, yeah, that might be all I read to you from that because I think most of their stuff is repeat. <clears throat> My principally speaking is just about how great our kids are in the middle school. They've been so fantastic of late and there's some really um, phenomenal things when you hear about kids throwing chairs and um, you've seen it yourself, kids swearing and things at, at other schools. Um, and our kids are, have just been improving every day and on some pretty adorable and phenomenal, remarkable um, instances that I wanted to share with you. So that's in principally speaking video. Um, then on to the All Sal Catholic News. Um, the clothing online store is open um, until 11.59 p.m. on Wednesday the 9th. So it's open this week um, for a few days. The order, what's there is very limited um, because of um, production and shipping and things like that. Um, but take a look if you've been wanting anything and you can contact Pam Stark at 363-3338 uh, with any questions. Then we are, as you know, during the world's doing the world's finest chocolate candy sale. So it's been two years since our last one. Um, and the company has changed some things. Jeez, if you haven't tried that wafer bar, it's really good. Um, the cases contain 30 chocolate bars in six different flavors. Um, and I don't know if you all those details, but we um, will only have these six available. There's none of the, the mint meltaways, the caramel whirls, chocolate covered raisins, and the chocolate covered almonds. But a bunch of six different kinds of bars are available. And the final day for reorders, as I mentioned, is February 10th, and then Friday the 11th is the final turn in. And all unsold candy has to be turned in. Um, free, free, uh, please reach out to Jen Kinner if you have any questions. She's at Kinner, K-I-N-N-E-R, at southslope.net. All that money goes to the Parent Association, so thanks for doing that. Then we have a Dollar Jeans Day on February 11th to go to Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Um, that's the local chapter here that builds beds for kids in need that don't have a bed. So for a dollar or more, your kiddo can wear jeans um, to either building and enjoy um, being out of dress code for a day. Thanks for your support. Um, we are... Uh, encroaching upon the $1 million threshold of our endowment. You heard me correctly. 
Um, we have been storing away money for years, um, well before I got here, and really aggressively in the last few years. Um, and all of that money is for need-based tuition assistance. Um, and so our gala this year, as per always, goes to local tuition assistance and the gala. It's split 50-50, um, I'm sorry, the endowment and um, immediate use. So. Um, there's a video that we shared out. Um, there's a website. Information is here in the newsletter. Um, please support the gala. If you have friends who are looking for a great place to support, a great organization with a great mission, um, I can't think of many better than LaSalle Catholic. So thanks for sharing that. Then there is a survey from the Archdiocesan Synod. There's a link to that in the newsletter. You can also mail it in because if you're a member of a parish, you should have received that in uh, the USPS mail. Um, you can mail that into the Dubuque uh, Archdiocesan offices on Loretta Avenue there. Otherwise, you can take click on the link that's in the newsletter. Then the fact statement should have been sent out for Mr. Garrison. You can contact him with any questions at tgarrison, with two R's, at lasallecatholiccr.org, or call the business office directly at 390-6512. Um, then as far as inclement weather, please just make sure you're signed up for Remind. I think that's working really well, but we want to make sure everyone is signed up on there. So that is the quickest, easiest way to get um, updates about late starts, early releases, cancellations, and so on. Then as far as uh, script, it's so easy to sign up. I, I can't tell you enough. It's, it's really easy to sign up. Um, but gas prices continue to climb. It looks like, you know, depending on what happens in the Middle East, they're going to continue to do that because um, the, the price per barrel continues to increase. But Quickstar has a script that you can use. And then once you have that, you can just keep reloading it and it gets you 9% off um, through the 25th. So there's a nice bonus for um, saving some money on your gas. Then there's going to be some, these are really cheap, um, drills and skills for tennis. It's just some kind of good cardio and footwork exercises with a guy named Fernando Garcia. Um, he is with Ve Vega Sports Academy. Um, so he's going to be coming right here to LaSalle. You don't have to go anywhere. If you love tennis as much as I do, um, well, maybe you don't because I love tennis. But uh, it's great. It gets the kids moving around. He's going to teach them some basic drills and skills. He's got great tools. Um, he actually works with my kids and a few other LaSalle kids I know. Um, so there are a few signed up already, but you need to sign up um, ASAP because uh, for the elementary school, these three one-hour sessions are February 7, 9, and 10 in the elementary gym from 4 to 5 p.m. And then for middle school students, skip a week, and then it's the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd from 4 to 5 p.m. It's just 25 bucks for all three sessions, which is kind of an unheard of rate. Um, you need to bring a water bottle and a tennis racket. If you don't have a tennis racket, let us know. Uh, Vega should be able to hook you up with one. Uh, then in the middle school, um, Celebrate LaSalle Pancake Breakfast. This is actually for everybody. Um, we want everyone to come and, and check this out and hang out. The Knights of Columbus are going to make egg, sausage, and pancakes. Just asking for a free will donation. It's 9 to 1 this Sunday. The classrooms will be open. You'll be a bunch of staff hanging out. There'll be some student performances. Uh, there's going to be some uh, alumni and um, student elimination games. There'll be some door prizes. There'll be some prospective families if you want to meet some new folks who might be coming next year. It uh, should be a great event. It always is. Glad to have that back this year. Then on um, the 8th grade freshman scheduling night at Xavier is um, tomorrow night. Uh, sorry, it's Monday night rather. So you're definitely going to want to um, get there for that. Doors open at 6 and the event starts at 6.30. Um, and then it is finished once you have finished um, en enrolling your student for the classes that they'll take next year. If you have questions, you can contact Xavier Kara uh, Jones, and she is at Kara, C-A-R-A dot Jones, J-O-E-N-S, at XavierSaints.org. Then in the elementary school, we have rescheduled the early childhood night. Um, you can contact Alisa Lang or Heather Williams with any questions. Phone number is 396-7818. <coughs> Pardon me, but that's going to be a fun night. Of course, if you have a 
child and two, three, or four-year-old care here, or in uh, kindergarten, you'll want to come and hang out and check that out and see the rooms and chat with the teachers. Um, but otherwise, we'll have a bunch of prospective families coming as well, and you can tell them how much you love it here and um, help out your kiddos' school and get more uh, families excited like we are. Then you should have received an email about this from Mr. Cook, but uh, PE roller skating units for grades K through four is coming up um, starting February 14th. It is $10 and that is being billed to fax, so don't send money. Um, and those are, the permission slips are due back uh, by February 8th. So thank you from Mr. Cook. Then the fourth grade STEM projects and uh, science inventions are so cool. Miss John is really proud of her kiddos. So she put a note in the newsletter just to talk about how they've been using their invention log booklet to walk themselves through the process of dreaming up an invention and then they've been presenting them uh, to their classmates. It's really cool. I've, I've seen those around the hallways and they're neat. Um, please make sure you send your kiddos with warm gear, uh, coat, hat, mittens, or gloves, boots, and snow pants, because they do play in the snow. Unless it's 10 degrees out, they'll be going outside. So that's for the elementary kids. Uh, the older kids also go outside, unless it's too cold, and they'll just walk and chat and hang out and kind of goof around a little bit, and they have a good time out there, uh, unless it's too cold, in which case they play in the gym. Uh, we do want your help promoting the school uh, for pre-K and kindergarten families right now. In the month of February, if you give us a review on Google, Facebook, or Niche, any review you give us, even if it's like a one star and you say the principal is a dummy, um, we'll still give you, um, uh, we'll enter you into a raffle. Um, so you can get up to three different entries, one for each of those. Um, and it's a $25 gift card that we're gonna raffle off um, at, after the month of February is over. And then we'll do um, first through eighth grade and subsequent months. Um, but $25 gift card to Hy-Vee um, that we're gonna raffle off each month for the rest of the year for people who submit during their respective months. So pre-K and kindergarten can give us reviews on Niche, Facebook, or Google in the month of February. Tell the world about us. Then from the Parent Association, Family Fun Day is coming up. That is gonna be at I'm on Ice Arena. So check the flyer in the e-backpack. It's 1.30 to 3.30 and that is a fundraiser for school. Um, then there are quick and easy fundraisers as always listed. Um, you can contact the PA if you wanna get involved. Then um, from our community, uh, Adrenaline Volleyball Academy is coming up. You can contact Christy Schweer with any questions at k.schweer at hotmail.com. Um, but there's a volleyball academy coming up. Um, she can tell you more about that. And then there's Dugout Sports Youth Softball Clinic. Now this one's 120 for members, or 150 for non-members, um, but that is January 22 and January 12 from 11 to one. Um, and the information is available. Ooh, I don't see where you can get the information, but there is a button you can click on to register, and I'm guessing that has information to sign up as well. Then Mount Mercy is offering junior golf lessons. Um, that is at their Rindernecht Athletic Center. I think I said that right. Uh, February 5, 12, 19, and 26 for ages 6 to 13 from 10 to noon. Um, and you can register with a button in the newsletter or contact Molly at Mount Mercy. She's the head women's golf coach. Um, the phone number is... Um, 319-360-3481, and that is her cell, so you'll be sure to get her. I think I read everything. Uh, so I'm gonna take you right to this next conversation now with uh, Mary Jo Legrand. She's an absolute rock star. Um, parent here at LaSalle, she's got two kids still here, and uh, she's been volunteering a whole lot, uh, every week actually, in, um, in our atrium for the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd. She's so smart, she's so funny, and super faithful, so I can't wait for you to hear this conversation with Mary Jo.
So as promised, Mary Jo Legrand is here on the show. I'm super excited. And just before we were recording, you said you've never been on the podcast before? Never. First time. That's bonkers. We were doing the podcast when you taught here. Right? Yeah. yeah. How did I never get you? Did you... Be honest, did you intentionally like evade me so you didn't have to be on the pod? Because I'm sure I asked you. Possibly. Maybe. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I just to answer. <laughs> Plead the fifth? Yeah. All right, all right. Um, but you're here now and that's what counts. That's awesome, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I thought you. I thought for sure I had you on when you were teaching here. Um, gosh, I, I would've thought for sure I would've asked you to be on, but okay, fine. Um, There's a time for everything. That's right, a time for every, that's my least favorite. Bible verse. Is it? Yes. A time to kill. Yeah, kind of. Why is it the time to kill? Kind of the kind of the violent stuff. Like, wait, <laughs> when is that okay? Um, I don't know. We can get a just war theory later. Oh, D Scott Davidson's teaching just war theory. He had Father Mark come in and. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, there may or, uh, may or may not be some uh, religion be questions coming up in a couple weeks on just war theory. That's late rounds, baby. Late rounds for the. Yeah. The, yeah, the heavy stuff. Um, so, but Mary Jo, I wanted to bring you on. Well, you're awesome, and I, I can't play this. I'm still, my mind is still blown. Um, but because you are still super active at the school, doing catechesis of the Good Shepherd, so I want to chat about that. First, let's do a little background. How long have we known each other? The first time I met you, I don't know if you remember this, um, was while you were at St. Thomas. I was at Loris, so it was in college. I was going to say the first time we met was at Loris. Um, you lived in a. Like a a suite with a few other girls, I think, and yes, um, oh, maybe that was your friend Scott yes. m brought me over. I thought that was when I first met you, like kind of right by Graber. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but you might have been at, and I don't know when that was. So you might, you may have come to okay. St. Thomas first. But either at St. Thomas or Loris, yeah. one of our respective alma maters. Yeah. Alma. Alma. Alma mater. Alma. Maters. Whatever. <laughs> um, so we met in college. So, fifteen to twenty years ago. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Um, so people might not know, uh, Mary Jo and I have known each other for a long, long time. And because her husband and I have been super tight friends for 30 years. Wow. 30 years. Because uh, we went to Wallert, Go Golden Eagles um, together um, and met freshman year and did a whole bunch of stuff together and caused all kinds of trouble. Um, so he and I stayed super tight because, I don't know, God had, <laughs> God had plans for us that were very similar. Little did we know that we would end up living in Cedar Rapids because um, we had moved here. It would have been July of uh, 18. And then you guys moved here December of 18? 19. Oh, was it 19? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so just a few months apart. Um, craziness. If you ever want to hear that story, we can, we can, um, I, I love telling people that story. I think it's absolutely hilarious. The one nugget I'll tell you right now though, um, we had done a, two, a joint family vacation. One, do you remember what year it was? The kids were crazy little. Yeah. They're not that little. Johnny, I don't think we had Johnny yet. Johnny was in utero. Okay. Yes. Oh, so there you go. It was about six years ago because okay. he's five now. Um, he's almost six. So uh, we went on a family vacation, and I think it was one of the, it was either Ellie or Gemma, said to Maria and Charlie, wouldn't it be cool if one day we could end up going to the same school together? Yeah. Did you know that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when when, when Scott told me you guys were, were thinking about moving here, I freaked out. <laughs> and the girls uh, and Johnny were in the car, and they, their faces lit up like, oh, Dad's happy about something. <laughs> Mutual. And it's still like a gift that just keeps getting unwrapped under the Christmas well, tree of life. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great having you guys in town um, and to be here at LaSalle. So you taught uh, religion for us for your I pretty much... 
begged, pleaded, did everything short of like physically assaulting you with a weapon to get you to come and teach. And you did amazing. Uh, you were a gift to us. And then um, discerned that that wasn't what was next. And so it was a really good year, but you couldn't fully leave. And now you're here. Well, you were kind of gone for a year because of COVID. Mm -hmm. The year we were supposed to open up the atrium, we just kind of had a room sitting there doing nothing. Um, and now we have an atrium that is so alive and it's so awesome. And like when we go on tours, people just like, what? What? Like the space is so intentional. Um, but I want you to share with us a little bit about um, kind of what goes on in there. But first, tell us about the training you did because I don't think most people know um, the training that gets involved and then, then we'll talk about what happens in there. Yeah, absolutely. So every catechist who's in every Good Shepherd atrium everywhere in the world um, has to go through a, a training um, uh, for, gosh, I don't know how many hours it is. That was 90. 90 hours? Is I thought it so. It's, it's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, there was a group of us from LaSalle Catholic who went over this summer um, we started with a week of training, and then it's uh, subsequent weeks uh, over the course of the, the school year. Um, so I actually have just one more weekend to finish up, and then I'm finished with the training. Um, but yeah, it's it's intense. It's uh, it's beautiful because um, it's formation for the adults as well as right. how to um, you know how to be a catechist. I think you described it to me as um, being akin to a retreat that you go on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I learned so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so the catechists that we have here at uh, the elementary school now, there are four of you? Uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have four, possibly five. There's three of us. Well, okay. So Jennifer, can I just say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please so, uh, give them give them a shout Francis, out. Who's been the really the leading force? Absolutely. Yes. Beginning this program at the school, um, she is already trained. She mm -hmm. experienced catechist. Um, Kate Carl, who is also already trained, um, she's the the lead catechist for Thursdays. Jennifer's on Fridays, and then um, uh, we have our, our our new catechist coming to it. Emery two, Tommy Hutchins. Um, uh, myself, um, Hannah Yupa, um, has previous experience. Yeah, so she's, she's Illinois. She's done her training and, and came to us. It's been a huge gift. Yeah. Um, and uh, Betsy Pam also did the training, but is not able to. So there are three more folks. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. Um, yes. Yeah, so no, I definitely wanted you to name them because we want to thank them, acknowledge them because it's a, it's a lot of time. And part of what I explain to people is it, it is hard to understand just how good it is, like what's so great about it. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with how much training you get. It's very intentional. It's very focused on what it's what it is and what it's trying to do. Um, and I remember I had heard a lot about CGS in the Twin Cities. Um, honestly, both from friends who are, you know, faithful Catholics who are progressive and traditional, like folks on both sides kind of where now we're all, things are so divided so much. Um, but I had friends who were kind of on, on both ends of the, you know, church or political spectrum, whatever, who love it. Just because you can't deny how good it is for kids. Um, and so anyway, I was excited four years ago now when uh, Jennifer brought me over and a woman named Gerilyn, 
over at St. Pat's. Um, she uh, and Jennifer showed it to my wife, Laura, who came with me, and uh, our elementary principal at the time, Jamie. So they kind of did a training with us, and I was just like, I want this in my school now. And I came back, and I told uh, the middle school religion teacher at the time, I was like, Bob, we're going to have to change our curriculum because our kids who go through CGS are going to have a different relationship with Jesus than what we get now, you know. Uh, it's just, it, it kicks it up so much, and they're going to have so much more knowledge. I mean, the fact that you walk into a room for kindergartners and there's a map of first century Jerusalem on the wall. It's like, it's crazy. Um, we were at, um, we were on vacation um, a few weeks ago up in um, like Pequot Lakes, Nisswa area, Minnesota. And so we went to kind of a random church up there um, for Mass on Sunday. And um, Johnny walked up to the priest after Mass and said, I know why you're wearing green. It's ordinary time. Ah, Johnny. <laughs> like, okay. And he's a very, you know, kind of, well, he's not typical, but <laughs> intellectually, he's very typical. Um, you know, he's no smarter than any other kid in the room. Um, but the fact that, you know, He's in that program. He knows the colors and the seasons and what they mean. And um, already at that level, getting that. And it just changes how he engages with the Mass then. Mm. There's so much meaning behind everything. So would you tell us, um, hopefully that's a segue, um, tell us like what it is that you do with the kids. And you're, you just get 60 minutes, which to most people who hang out with fifth or five-year-olds know that sounds like a long time. But to people who CGS, that's really limited <laughs> as your eyebrows raise and you're nodding at me. So tell us what you do, though, in that, in that time that you have with the kids. Well, that is a great segue, just saying that Johnny is um, attuned to the Mass, maybe in a way that he wasn't before, because really that is is the aim. Um, it's, uh, well, for those maybe who, who are hearing about CGS for the first time, um, it's important to understand that the Montessori method of teaching is present in the atrium. So um, if you could think about um, the atrium as being a meeting place between uh, the Holy Spirit and the child and the catechist. Um, that's really the essential focus is to um, to serve as a conduit between the child and the Holy Spirit. So um, in the atrium we have um, so much space. stuff. Yeah, like no wasted space. No wasted space. Yeah, yeah. But all very, like you said, um, intentional and um, definitely essential. Um, the people who, okay, so Montessori method um, definitely um, focuses on freedom of movement. So the child has the ability to choose what they want to work with and how long they would like to work with it. Um, the work of the child is the essential matter of the atrium setup. Um, so uh, um, the developers of the Catechesis of the Good Shepherd method were, um, uh, I guess you could say, like, um, uh, what's the word, co-workers or um, colleagues of Maria Montessori, and they, they took that idea of the freedom of movement in the classroom and applied it to um, learning the faith, but not learning the faith in a way that we would typically in a classroom as much as it would be in, like, a retreat setting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think, like, you always have fun stories, um, but what is your, as a catechist, like your favorite takeaway or your best um, nugget you think you'll take away from this year? I mean, I know you still have four months to go, but. Yeah, and still so, I mean, I, I feel so young and so new at this. I'm just learning mm -hmm. really myself. 
Um, but um, watching the children, observing the children, which is a super important element hmm. of, of the catechesis um, of the Good Shepherd method, um, is just to watch and observe the child. And um, seeing children come into the atrium and choose a work, and that could be like something that has to do with practical life, like dusting or, um, uh, you know, even even using an art shelf and coming up with their own creation, as Johnny's extra loves to do, <laughs> um, uh, or choosing a, a work that has to do with scripture or a parable or, you know, one of the infancy narratives, like, um, and, and just seeing them kind of engaged with that and seeing that joy. And um, there's, there's one little nugget I had from the first few months, and that is, um, it has to do with that sense of joy, like just, I, I love this. Um, there's one child in particular who, when he receives, we bless them with holy water before they leave. Yeah. Um, we say, you know, may God bless you, or may the Good Shepherd be with you, um, to send them on their way. And, and the kids, they, they love it. Um, but there's one child in particular who frequently, when he receives the blessing with the holy water, he closes his eyes, and um, a few times he said, and, <laughs> That's so good. Um, yeah, it is. Because, you know, I think sometimes, um, especially with the faith or religion, sometimes it can seem um, to young people like um, either boring or like all about do's and don'ts. Yeah. And the fact that these children at a young age are just um, open to that joy, like the gift yeah. um, itself, is just like, Oh, so good. So good. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. this. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think how I want to phrase my last question. What, what, what do you, um, and what do you imagine or what do you anticipate um, being kind of next pieces, either for these kids, like what are you excited for these kids to have received from this, or you can answer them both if you want, where do you imagine the program might go next or just be continuing where we are and like getting better at how we're doing it I mean it's, it's all just so good I just I get excited to think about the future you know it's like sorry if the Hawkeyes are having a good season I start thinking about the next season right away <laughs> like what, what could next year be um not really I, I sometimes do that rather than just appreciate the moment but I gotta ask you know like what do you see these kids going out with as like the best takeaways for them or and or what do you see the program doing next Potentially. Well, those are great questions. And I well, thank think, you. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> I think the answer to both of them is the Holy Spirit. Like, it's just, I, I love the fact that, like, going into this, Jennifer Francis always said, like, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. Like, where, where the kids go, where mm. the program goes, like, our job is to, to be receptive and to do the work. So, um, you're talking to an administrator. I want to control everything. So if you can change your answer now, that'd be. I'm, Sorry, I kid, I kid. It's a little spirit, but I do, I do want to see this joy continue in the students. And for them, it's. I mean, it's very. You know, as with all things, when you look at it on paper, you're like, oh man, this is so great. And then the actual practice of it is very messy and it's very real life. Mm. And so, um, it is a process, and we're we're learning right along with the students. And this is our first year, and we know already there are things to tweak. Um, but it, it all has to be, you know, what is essential, what does the child need, and, um, you know, discerning where the Holy Spirit might be leading us to. So, um, 
continuing? Yes. Bigger? Yes. <laughs> Space. Yes. You could run for church office with an answer like that. I'm glad you asked that. Now I'm going to answer it with a non-answer. <laughs> but it was so good. You didn't answer you, Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but actually, it's, it's funny that you said that because, like, I don't know. Not that anybody listening to the podcast wants to hear about my spiritual life. My whole spiritual life, not my whole spiritual life. I've had a significant shift in the last month that has just been, like, really more focused on the Holy Spirit where I have not been lately. So I love your, your answer, even though I teased you for it. So thanks for, is there anything else about CGS you want to share before I inflict a game upon you? I would just say that we are super grateful, first of all, that you um, were so enthusiastic about bringing Oh my gosh, no brainer though. And just for it, um, especially um, to Heather and the staff, at, um, the elementary yeah. school. We've just been on board and supportive yeah. this very experimental year that we're having. Um, we know that it hits in the middle of other struggles. and So we're just super grateful that we have that amazing space. And um, big shout out to the Francis family again. Oh, and my gosh. For the work that they've done. And, and Ted. Up. And Ted. He did a lot of legwork. Yeah. Beautiful woodwork. So if, if you haven't been in the atrium, you're welcome to stop by anytime. Yeah, come visit. We'll show it to you. Um, the, everything is, is um, homemade woodwork. Um, nothing is, I mean, we have like colored pencils and stuff, but um, the works that the children work with are all handcrafted. No plastics. Amazing volunteers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, oh, God darn it. Oh, oh, oh. Um, nope. Escape me again. <laughs> Silly brain. <laughs> God darn it. Oh, when we give tours, um, I always describe it to people, and you can help me tweak my verbiage if this is not. I always describe it to people as meditative play. What do you think? Yes, meditative play, yes, but um, work is the um, the way that we present, because the kids are always saying, I'm going to play with this, I'm going to play, and we're always okay. saying, you may work with this material, okay. because it's, the, it, it's like... Um, Aura at labora, like the work and the prayer. Mm-hmm. So in that Aura at labora means prayer and the work. And that's very and Montessori. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the fact that yeah. like uh, dusting can mm-hmm. lead a, a young child into a meditative state. Mm-hmm. So we call it work to the, you know, to the observer it might look like play. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's... That's always the conversation about kids this age and how they learn, right? Because mm-hmm. some people say you shouldn't send a kid to preschool or they just play. The work of yeah. childhood is to play and learn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tweak a little bit how I present that, but um, thank you for that. Um, how about a game? Okay. You have to yes. say yes, so let's yes. play a game. Yes, yes, play a game. Yes. It's what's inside that counts. My friend, it's not the peel, it's the orange is what's My friend, it's not the crust, it's the belly. All right, so. I think this is the last game we played, gosh, whenever our last episode was, um, kind of mid-late December. It's called uh, What's Inside, and I pretty much just created it because I needed more games because we only had like five and I wanted a few more, so we invented a couple more. Um, so the idea is I name three things and you tell me what they're inside of. Okay. Um, so if I said like chocolate chips, butter, and baking soda, you would say cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think um, we'll, I'll try to work my way from easy to difficult, and um, I think uh, I think you'll do pretty well on this. Lovely parting gifts for you if you if you win. Um, the um, mockery of your friends if you lose. Uh, okay. So here are three things. What are they inside of? Space bar, mouse pad, and monitor. Okay. 
A computer. Okay, one for one. Yeah. Ding. Let's check that one off. Yay. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, the rest of these are all, all kind of a lot harder. <laughs> uh, Bunker Hill, Southie, and Fenway Park. Boston. You Boston. Because you lived in Boston for a while. Um, okay, I'm going to quickly digress about two funny TikToks because now that the marketing committee has been TikTok, I see a lot of TikToks. Um, so there's this really funny one where this guy with an, part of what I like about TikTok is it's people from all over and they share and they compare, you know? And so there's guys like, hey, I'm from Southern Tennessee. I'm going to, I'm doing a really bad Southern accent. <laughs> I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show you stuff in my accent, and then you say it in your accent. And so then he's like, you know, he's like tire, you know, he's like I don't know, naming all these different things, light switch, refrigerator, whatever. And then so there people with different accents um, do it along with him. And so there's a guy from Boston who does it, <laughs> and he's from South Boston, which has a reputation for being a tough place to be, right? And so like every couple items, he'll be like tire iron, murder weapon. <laughs> Keeps on calling stuff a murder weapon. It's so funny. Um, oh, the other one. This is great. I haven't even told my wife this yet. This was so great. I was watching some TikToks last night, and I was laying down by Johnny, who had fallen sound asleep. He was laying there, and I was watching all these different... Um, there's challenges where, like, you listen to different songs. These were Christian songs. Um, and you try to sing along with them, see how many you know. And so I was watching. Johnny is sound asleep. Start singing along with one of the songs in his sleep. It was one of the best things ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like laying there, sound asleep, and he's like, I will testify the Lord. <laughs> like with the song. <laughs> best thing ever. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't tell her about that this morning. Okay. Okay. Oh, this could be tough. Nature, a statue of Mary, and a place to sit. The LaSalle Catholic upcoming garden, well, prayer garden. Grotto. Yeah, a, a, grotto. a grotto. A grotto. And did you get that email yesterday? Yes. Or see on Facebook? Yes. 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 Um, there is a bench coming. Um, people are working on donations for a bench now. So Janet Whitney and her family got us a lovely statue of Our Lady. There she is. She's in my office right now until spring. And there's a group of parents who are working together um, for one of our classes to um, gather donations to buy. A statue or a bench that will match her. Super excited. Okay, two more. I keep on doing like Father Mark. I'm like, ah. <laughs> Father Mark, if you're listening, I'm doing a great Father Mark impression right now. Arms, saints holding the item of their martyrdom and the Pieta. You already know it before I said the Pieta. No, you didn't. Say. I think I know it. Yeah, go. Cool. I bet you did. Wait a minute. Okay, Ar Wait, what's the question? Arms. Arms. Two arms, specifically. Uh, yeah. a, a, a couple hundred statues. Oh, I don't even see statues. Of saints holding the item of their martyrdom and the Pieta. St. Peter's Basilica. Yes. You're good. You're good. Also, a question coming up on the religion be, I think, related to that, I think. Nice. Last one. Now, this one, the, the, this could be a few different things, but I think you're going to get it. Red wine. <laughs> you like it already. Beef brisket and tomato paste. Ah! <laughs> um, would this be the French recipe of beef bourguignon? Woohoo! Which I can't even say. Yes, <laughs> yeah, because we were over one time and you guys, you made an amazing beef bourguignon. That was so fun by the fire outside. Yes. It was very rustic. It was vibey. Yeah. It yeah. Was super that was super good. Um, You're a good cook. So hey, those were great questions. Yay! I uh, no, I mean, not, I, I wrote them down before we played. Well, hours of preparation, I'm sure. Minutes, at least. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, good job. Five out of five. We'll get you a lovely parting gift. Um, do you have a um, Do you have a LaSalle Catholic bottle opener? No. Oh, we gotta get you one. Yes, awesome. Anything you want to say to our friends who are listening, or our enemies for that matter, because we love our enemies. Yeah. Um, anything you want to say to anybody who's listening before we sign off? Um. <laughs> All this pressure now. <laughs> You've been great. Uh, thank you for listening, and um, keep up the good work of raising happy, healthy, holy children, and um, I don't know. <laughs> that was perfect. Okay. God bless your weekend, everybody. Sure.